I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and we do want to continue the conversation. We've been staying with the question as it relates to the infrastructure proposal. Of course, started with uh, the president at two point three trillion. Republicans were around six hundred billion. Uh, they both kind of inched their way in, and I wanted to bring in uh, from ABC. Uh, Faith Abube, who's been following this close. She's uh, based in Washington, D.C., and uh, also an award-winning investigative reporter. Uh, Faith, thanks for joining us today. Oh, there we go. And uh, give us a little from your perspective in in terms of what your sources are saying. Uh, I know the Republicans' plan appears to be getting towards that $1 trillion mark. Uh, Is that going to be close enough uh, how do you th- see things playing out as they unveil that tomorrow? Yeah, so we're we're seeing some progress for sure. Uh, there's word that the Senate Republicans who've been negotiating this will present their counteroffer to President Biden uh, tomorrow. And uh, we learned that, uh, you know, they still believe that they are far apart because at this point, the plan they're going to the White House with is really nearly a trillion dollar counterproposal. Uh, but this really highlights yet another self-imposed deadline that the president really set for himself, running up against the timeline again. He has said he wanted to see significant progress on infrastructure deal by Memorial Day. He didn't explain exactly what significant would look like. However, we're now less than a week away from Memorial Day, and he and Republicans are still very far apart. The Republicans negotiating this would tell you this. They've said it over and over again. Uh, at the end of the day, though, it's worth noting that the Senate Republicans who have been part of this deal uh, are saying this is the closest the GOP and President Biden have gotten on this infrastructure proposal since they started negotiating. So that's a that's a big deal. They are closer than they ever been before. Uh, but you remember, as you said, President Biden said that the original infrastructure proposal that he put forth was $2.2 trillion. The GOP negotiators came back with $568 billion counterproposal. And then last week, uh, the White House went ahead and came down uh, on their offer, the original plan, by $550 billion. A lot of numbers here, but basically what that indicates is that they're making some sort of progress. And President Biden, according to the White House, is still committed um, to doing this in a bipartisan way. Of course, Democrats do have the option to go the reconciliation route, which is a budgetary tool they have at their disposal. But that will be a lot of work. They need all the 50 uh, Democrats in the Senate to back this reconciliation and then add another 10 Republicans to that. And, of course, as you see things play out here in Washington, that's going to be a a tall order for them. You already have Senator Joe Manchin, who is not uh, behind using reconciliation at this point. He wants all the bipartisan efforts to be exhausted before even uh, having that discussion. So we're seeing all this play out, and we're hoping to hear from the White House tomorrow on what they feel, how they feel about this $1 trillion counterproposal from the GOP. Yeah, that's going to 
going to be fascinating to watch tomorrow. And, uh, you know, it, it's interesting that we can say, well, they're only they're only 700 billion apart, <laughs> which, which is only, interesting. Right? <laughs> 700 billion and a few definitions as to what uh, infrastructure is or isn't. I think that's still right. on the table. Uh, but, Faith, you brought up something. You brought two things that are really critical that I want to come back to. Uh, one is this self-imposed deadline, this timeline by the president. He's done this on a number of things. Uh, and I think uh, he likes that. I don't think his staff loves it because it puts uh, a lot of pressure on them to to get things done. So any insight there in terms of the president kind of laying these markers out in terms of, hey, we've got to have something uh, by this point, and his staff kind of cringing and saying, are you, are you sure you want to say that out loud? Right. I mean, just for example, um, yesterday we marked the one year anniversary of the death of George Floyd and the president gave himself a deadline and as well as Congress, a deadline to come up with policing reform by the one year anniversary so he can sign that legislation into law. We saw yesterday came and went. He didn't have that legislation. And then he moved that deadline to sometime after Memorial Day. And so you see him over and over again do these you know, deadlines. And I, I believe where this is coming from after spending you know, more than 30 years on Capitol Hill, the president understands that on Capitol Hill, the way. Oops. Oh, I think we lost faith there. Uh, anyway, that was a uh, great insight there in terms of the, the president's use of deadlines. And I think where faith was headed with that uh, was this idea of uh, we always refer to it as the northbound train. And that uh, if, if everyone's just sitting at the station, there's really no need to, to choose a train or to get on anything and get moving. Uh, but if there is a train leaving the station and if it appears like the American people think that's a good train or that's going to a cool place, uh, People are much more likely to say, you know what, that may not be a perfect train, but I can get on that train uh, and I better get on it because it's leaving the station. And, and so I think that's part of what what uh, President Biden is trying to do is to create that momentum of a northbound train did not work uh, in terms of police reform. Uh, that still has a long way to go. will be interesting to see uh, what happens tomorrow as this uh, plan is unveiled it uh, should also be noted that there are this isn't the only plan coming forward. So you had uh, Senator uh, Wicker from Mississippi and uh, Senator Moore Capito from West Virginia on the Republican side. They'll be the main folks uh, unveiling the one point or the, the one trillion dollar plan with the president tomorrow. But there are other plans uh, being discussed and talked about. Uh, Utah junior Senator Mitt Romney has been part of bipartisan conversations uh, with uh, many Democrats and Republicans about something different uh, than that. Uh, we also know, as Faith mentioned, uh, that uh, Senator Manchin, a uh, Democrat from West Virginia, is going to play a very integral role. Uh, I think the, uh, he, is, he is not uh, really uh, in tune as far as um, using reconciliation as a, as a way to do that. Uh, looks like we got Faith back. Faith, thanks for, uh, thanks for efforting back. I was just saying, uh, oh. I, I love that you uh, teed up this idea of the, of the president using uh, this idea of the northbound train of if we've got some deadlines and some things going, maybe people will actually get on there. 
Right. I'm not sure how much of my diatribe you heard, but basically, <laughs> you know, Congress over and over again has shown us that, you know, they work best under deadline. We've seen it with budgetary legislation over and over again. They run up the deadline. They stay late past midnight to finally debate something and then pass it last minute. And so, and you know, after more than 30 years on Capitol Hill, I would imagine that's where President Biden is coming from, putting these deadlines on the table. We've seen it's been hit or miss since his administration came to office. You know, some of them have worked. Others haven't, as we saw uh, yesterday with the George Floyd Policing Reform Act. Yeah, fantastic. Faith Bube from ABC, thanks for hanging with us and, and coming back. We'll, we'll get you back <laughs> and we'll, we'll have another deep dive on this one. Thanks for joining us today, Faith. Thank you, Boyd. All right. Again, Faith Abube from ABC News. And again, we're going to watch this really close tomorrow uh, as it plays out. We'll see where all the chips fall, and then we'll see what uh, moves are made next. Uh, remember, it's it's not just the unveiling tomorrow and the initial promotion and response, promotion from the Republicans, response from the White House. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts to this, and I think we're going to – be watching this. I do not think they're going to get anything significant done before Memorial Day on Monday. Uh, but I do like that the president is pushing things uh, with a northbound train, and hopefully we can get some focus uh, and get these things uh, energized in the in the right space. All right, we're going to go ahead and step aside for a final commercial break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about the fact that we overestimate how divided we really are and there's some science behind it find out what that is coming up next it's the story of an american held in a dark venezuelan prison then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up they pointed their guns at me and this is the point where i thought i'm gonna die today i'm becky bruce i spent a year working on hope in darkness which now has more than two million downloads find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.